This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the I Almost Died Podcast. <coughs> that rattled something in my vocal cords, and it felt like I had lava pouring down my throat. Welcome back, everyone. I'm currently coming to you from... This is a familiar little dungeon. I, I occasionally film videos in this, undis- in this in this basement of an undisclosed location, which maybe I'll never announce where this is. But anyways, um, if you're watching the video version of this, look at my shadow. It looks like I have boobs, but it's my knees. And I think that's the neatest thing ever. Um, I have been not at home for about a month now. And I'm starting to go, starting to go a little bit crazy. Um, I left a month ago, went to Paris for a week, then went to Spain for a week, then went to Belgium for four days, then went to Germany for an hour. Now I'm in this dungeon, and in tomorrow, I go to Palm Springs, and then three days later, I go to New York. I don't enjoy leaving the house for more than an hour, so this has kind of been taking a toll on me a little bit. Um, But I want to... Okay, first off, I should just address, like, obviously, I'm very, I'm very privileged and very lucky to be able to do all this traveling, and traveling is something that I typically really enjoy, and it's, like, one of my biggest passions, but something about the the traveling that I've been doing has been so sucky. Well, not something. There is something in particular that we're going to get to in the meat, the real meat and potatoes of this episode. What the hell does that mean? Like, when people say, like, meat and potatoes? Oh. I just had a really bad hiccup. That that caused a rumbling in my stomach. Meat and potatoes, like genuinely, what granny quote is that? Like why? Anyways, sorry. I'm not trying to dig into the, the, the sayings of the 18th century. Like let's just let it go. Let's just let it die. My hand looks so weird right now. Anyways, um, so I think I mentioned this in the previous podcast. Was in Paris for Fashion Week. Nope. Every single plan fell through. Felt like a little lonely sack of dookie. Um, Spain was fun. And then Belgium, I just got back from. I was there for... Ew, this is so gross. There for work. And I I thought I was going to be able to say like what I was there for and be like... But I can't. So the day will come when I can tell you. But today is not that day. 
Um, okay, but today I want to focus on um, one incident in particular that happened on my trip. So this was the first week when I was in Paris. I had... Okay, I have a love-hate relationship with Airbnb. Let me, like, tell you the pros and cons of them. So, like, for example, being in a city that you've, like, never really been in, um, in an Airbnb can be really fun because it's, like, it feels like you live there. Like, that's the quickest way to, like, feel like you're ju- you're not visiting. Like, you actually have a residence there and all that. Whereas, like, if you're in a hotel, it very much feels like a vacation. It feels like a trip. Like... Um, you don't, you can't really like separate yourself from being a tourist. So that kind of ruins the experience sometimes for me. Whereas an Airbnb, like if you have your own key, your own place, your own kitchen, your own bathroom, it literally feels like you live there. Like you feel like a resident of whatever city you're in. So that's why I did that for Paris. I was like, that could be so fun. That could be so fresh. I can like be a little Parisian. No, no. It actually wasn't. It was actually not anything of the sort, okay? So, <laughs> I I don't like leaving bad reviews unless I'm warning people. And I needed to warn people about the Airbnb I stayed in. So, first off, this place had no communication at all. And I don't even know if it was a real person that ran the Airbnb that I was staying at. Like, I think it was literally a bot. Like, literally a robot with a profile picture, like, talking. Like, it would send these automated responses. I would, like, ask direct questions about specific things. And it would just say, cannot wait to have you. I'm like, I was like, hey, so, um, I actually don't have WhatsApp, so I can't communicate with y'all. Like, do you guys have, like, iMessage? They're like, Thanks for staying. I'm like, that's really helpful. That's really great. So I was like kind of iffy before I even got there. I was like, something's up. And it would be like four different bots, like all these different profile pictures. And I knew these people weren't real. Like they literally looked so fake. So um, when I get there, like to check into the Airbnb, it was the most complicated process. There was a code for the first gate, a code for a lockbox after you get into the first gate, which you need to like pull this mechanism in a certain way at a certain time to open the lockbox. Then you get a key. The key opens the second door while you put the code in. It can't be one or the other. You need to do both. And then it opens the second door. Then you climb up four flights of stairs. And when I tell you these stairs were the most treacherous stairs I've ever seen in my life, like literally like the size of half a subway foot long, and your foot, like, fits three toes on it, and that's, like, how big the step is. Like, actually terrifying. So, I'm, like, crawling up this thing, like, this is how I die. <coughs> that was really cute. Glad y'all enjoyed that little mucus moment. Um, So, I finally got up to the Airbnb. Start. I just broke down crying because it was so frustrating to get into it. And then, it was the first night. I was so jet-lagged. Like, all I wanted to do was sleep. And what do I hear underneath me? This was in an apartment building, by the way. What do I hear in the apartment underneath me? Hmm. Screaming. Threatening screaming. I want you to like, mm, well, I don't want you to imagine this, but like, if you can imagine like, okay, maybe this is like just my experience, but like, like divorced parents fighting, 
but like times 10 and one of them is like on crack like that is what this screaming sounded like like pure rage coming from the apartment below me and i was like what is going on and this happened every single night that i stayed at this airbnb like it 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 wasn't like it let up and it would always start at 2 in the morning so i'm like now i tried i tried like weighing out like what this could possibly be mind you it was all in french so I had no clue what he was saying so that would have been helpful if I, like, I don't know, took the time to learn French, considering I come from Canada, which the two official languages are English and French, and my school's literal name was in French and had a French immersion program. Did I do that? No. Did I ever learn any French? No. We had one year of French classes in grade five. What did we learn? A little French song. It was like, petit poisson, petit poisson, nage, nage, nage. That's the only French that's in my head. I know, I know how to say bonjour. I know how to say oui. That is it. Literally it. I go to France. I go to Montreal. I go to any place where they speak French. Do I understand a single thing? No. And then everyone is so snobby and I think they're making attacks on me. So, didn't know what the man underneath me was saying. But anyways, um... Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. I, like I said, I tried, ma- like, figuring out, like, what it could possibly be if it wasn't, like, rage. I was like, maybe he's playing a video game. Because I've, like, had moments where, like, I would be playing a video game and it gets so intense that you're, like, screaming. Like, you're trying to get your teammates, like, do something. Uh, Like, you're playing Call of Duty. There's, like, a minute left and y'all are, like, 10 points behind and, like, domination. And you can, like, you know you can win, but you, you're, like, so close to losing. I was like, okay, maybe he's just really into a video game. Maybe he's, um, maybe he's, like, an actor. He's doing, like, a little self-tape audition or something. Um, and, or maybe, um, maybe he's killing someone. So, with my rational brain, I picked the third option. I was like, he has someone locked in his apartment that he is killing and also murdering. Um, and, you know, that was, like, that seemed like a crazy little uh, thing to think at first until about the third night when he was screaming so loud, right? And then started breaking stuff. (laughs) I feel like, and then a shatter, a, a very loud shatter followed by even more intense screaming. Oh my god. Now, what made me like not panic like at first was it was only one voice. The whole time I only ever heard one voice. So I was like I don't think there's like a hostage in there. I think it's just him unless he has a hostage and they're duct taped. So that's where my brain went next. I'm like he definitely has a hostage and they're definitely duct taped to the mouth and they can't speak and I need to call the police. So one of the nights when it got really bad, I looked up the police number because someone told me it's not 911 in France. They don't have 911. Fun fact. Let me read to you the different 
numbers for calling the police in France. Hold on, police. This is me when I'm an amazing podcaster and I prepare all my little anecdotes beforehand. This is me. This is me doing that. Okay. Are y'all ready? Are you? <laughs> oh, wait. This website's in French. God, like, I speak English. Okay. Holy. Oh, my God. This website is in French, too. It's almost like me searching something about France and everything's in French, huh? Okay. Are y'all ready? 112 is the European emergency number. So if you're anywhere in the EU, any of the countries in the EU, if you're a victim or witness of an accident, 112 is the number to call. You call 15 for the French um, Emergency Medical Assistance Service. So I'm I'm guessing I'm guessing that's like an ambulance. Don't know why they couldn't use that word. Number 17 for emergency police. Okay, pretty, pretty self-explanatory. 18 for the fire pr- br- fire brigade. I've, who calls it that? What is this, the 1800s? Are we literally living in the 1800s? Um, 114, emergency number for deaf and hard of hearing people. That is really smart, actually. I don't think we have that in North America, which we really should have. Um, and you can also text that number. That is crazy. That's really smart. Now, wait, wait, wait. There's like another. Um, oh my God. Okay, here we go. This is where it gets a little crazy. So we have, um, we have 112 or 196 for emergency at sea and lake. But here's the thing. You can only call that if you're calling from land. Now, if you're calling from sea and it's in an emergency at sea, but not from a lake, only from sea, and you're at sea, it's 112. Now, for terror and kidnapping hotline, it's 197. So, <laughs> oh my god, there's more. 32 and 37 for um, a chemist. <laughs> What is that? What is a chemist? <laughs> and then they have one for a wasp and a horn's nest, but it's not giving me a number. Anyway, so it's very complicated. It's a very complicated system. There's no 911 where they can trans just transfer you. You got to really like figure it out for yourself in your state of emergency. So I was like looking that up just so I could have the numbers like ready should I need them. Night four. Night four rolls around. The screaming begins around 2 a.m. Very, very on time. You know what? If we're going to give something to him, we're going to give him punctuality because he he did that like clockwork. So this night, I hear screaming last about like, I think like 15 minutes, followed by him opening his door and slamming it behind him. Then after that, stomping up the stairs to me. <laughs> and, then, um, and then he started banging on my door. <laughs> so that was really exciting. Um, now, this was 2 a.m. I was, what was I watching? I think I was watching Squid Game. Um, 
I don't know why I didn't react worse, but I wasn't, I didn't have a fr- like total freak out. I just kind of froze and I was like, hmm. <laughs> now he wasn't screaming anything, but I knew it was him. I could follow him from the footsteps from below all the way up to my apartment. And then he just went, he just stomped back down to his apartment. And I'll continue with what happened next right after this quick break. Hello. So he just finished banging on my door and and mosey on down back to his apartment. My theory is... Well, I don't really have a theory on what he what he was screaming about in his apartment, but I think that maybe um when he came up to my apartment, I was stomping or something or I was listening to music like 30 minutes before he came up, so I'm thinking maybe it was that. Um and also moving around camera equipment, I was doing that about 30 minutes before. But it doesn't really make sense for someone who was actually psychotic in their apartment below me screaming. To come upstairs and then bang on my door. And also when I had only been making noise 30 minutes before that. So I'm thinking maybe that doesn't make sense. And maybe he was just trying to kill me. Because, you know, like, tourist in an Airbnb. Easy target for robbing. Um, Maybe. I don't know. Also, one of the nights he, this was so embarrassing. If you go to my Instagram, like two pictures ago, it's like me, like hanging outside my window, doing a little wave. That was like outside my Airbnb window. And we literally made eye contact when I was taking those. Like my, my like Airbnb was like in the shape of an L. So like I could like see, like I could like go around the corner and be like on the other wall of the building and like see into my apartment, like across the like mini courtyard. And when I was doing that, taking the pictures, he literally saw me, looked at me, and then, like, said something and slammed his window shut. So I'm thinking maybe he thought, like, hmm, stupid, dumb influencer American, I need to kill him. <laughs> so that's, that's like, literally where my brain is at. I don't know. That's all I can think of. Now, I didn't sleep until, like, 7 a.m. after he pulled that. Let me tell you, I was terrified. And after about the second night, I slept with a knife, like a big kitchen knife right next to my um my bed. So like I was ready. Like if that man wanted to walk in, I'd give him the the fruit ninja. Little kung fu panda, slice him up like sashimi. Just kidding. Imagine like I actually had to like defend myself and I had a weapon. Like I feel like they would just take it from me and use it. Like I when I walk around in LA, I do carry a taser. But I feel like in a situation where I would need to use it, I would he they would just take it from me and taser me and then like kidnap me. So I think like maybe it's not a good idea to have, but also it does make me feel safe. So I don't know. Jury's kind of out on that one. Maybe one day I'll use it and it'll work. And I'll get to like taser like a criminal trying to kill me and I'll feel so accomplished. I'll have like a little ego boost. I'll be like, yup, just defend myself. Just literally turn him into electric eel. So... I don't know, but slept with a knife. It was like, gen- like I, I really wish I could have figured out like what was going on. Like, I can't really describe like how actually terrifying it was, but I think I don't, it must've been some sort of rage. Now, 
maybe like I'm kind of going a little extreme when I'm like he has a hostage, but like things like domestic abuse and stuff like that is very much like very prevalent. Like as much as we don't think it happens, as much as we think it doesn't happen, it happens way more than we think it does. So could have been that. Um, like I said, I really wish I like spoke French so I could like understand what was happening, but I was just not going to go down there, especially after he knocked on my door, not knocked, like banged on my door. So, <laughs> so basically mixing that with all the, t- all the plans that got canceled, all the, th- all the deals that fell through for when I was in Paris week. And then. So I'm like, basically, I'm just sleeping 12 hours a day, 12 hours a day, and then like in bed for the six hours I'm awake. And the six hours that I'm awake, I'm getting terrorized by an insane man underneath me. So Paris was not fun. Um, (laughs) But like I said, I'm at the end of the day, I'm still very lucky to be able to travel. Um, And by the way, all the traveling I did was very safe. I am vaccinated lots of tests the whole nine yards but i think i'm done with europe for the foreseeable future now i must say when i went to spain i did have a lot of fun i stayed in a hotel for that and the hotel experience listen coming from that paris airbnb where my life was like in the palm of the man underneath me's hands to like a hotel where I have, like, a code, there's, like, a bouncer outside, there's four people at the front desk, felt very safe, so that was very fun, um, and also Spain just felt a lot safer than Paris, like, Paris, there was, like, a decent amount of people that were a little bit questionable, a little bit scary, but Spain, like, everyone felt so chill, and I really loved it, now, the thing about Spain was, You would assume going to Spain, the birthplace of Spanish, that that would be the language spoken. But you see, I went to Barcelona, which is in a part of Spain called Catalonia, where they have their own language called Catalan. And what did I not speak? That. So that was a little confusing. Basically, it it almost feels like a mixture of like French and Spanish. So... A lot of stuff I could read and like a lot of advertisements, signs, stuff like that were in Spanish. And I've honestly never felt more confident in my Spanish skills. Like I would fully like listen to a conversation and understand everything that was said. I would, well, at least I think so. I would like read something and understand everything that's written. And I was like, whoa, like all the Spanish that I've done, even though it's never like really been that good and like not of that high quality like, the lessons I've been doing, I'm making progress, so it really makes me want to, like, move to Spain for, like, a month or two months, and, like, actually learn it, like, each day I felt myself, like, really immersed in it, and I truly think, like, that's the best way to, we're gonna present, like, you did not just see that spit fly out of my mouth, holy, (laughs) um, I truly think that's, like, the best way, I need to move to the couch, that's the best way to learn a language, like, just immersing yourself in it, Because you just, you have to pick it up. It's like fight or flight. It's not like a lesson where you're like learning that in like the comfort of North America and then you can just turn it off and go about your day and speak English. Like, no, like everything's in Spanish and you have to like 
Don't look at my foot, you little weirdos, little psychos. Um, you like you're immersed. Like that's basically what it is. So, um, highly recommend. I really want to go back to Spain. Maybe like somewhere in South America. That's where I really want to go. Um, I've really wanted to like go to all the continents. So all I have left is Africa, South America, and Antarctica, and I really want to go to them. There's a, okay, there's actually this cruise. I did not know this happened. I did not think you could go. I just rested my hand on my piercing. If y'all haven't seen my new YouTube video, um, got a piercing at Claire's. <laughs> so anyways, um, no, they have literal cruises that go to Antarctica. So what I really want to do is go to um, like the tip of South America cross off south america and then go on one of these cruises to antarctica and cross off antarctica bada bing bada boom baby that's 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 my goal but the thing is the thing is it's literally like a two-week cruise and i'm gonna take a wild guess and say that they're not gonna have good wi-fi going to antarctica pretty sure the internet speeds in antarctica are not the best. And, like, I hear from friends that go on, like, a literal carnival cruise that goes from, like, Florida to, like, Mexico with, like, two, like 2,000 people on board, and those don't even have good Wi-Fi. So that kind of stresses me out. I'm like, how would I post YouTube videos? But at the same time, I'm like, I kind of need a break. I kind of, like, maybe potentially... I'm hitting a wall. I don't want to say burn out because I don't think I'll ever. Well, let's not let's knock on some wood. Um, but like, I feel like a break would be nice, like a two week break or something. Uh, because I really haven't given myself like a week of just not working on YouTube for a while. I can't remember the last break I took. So, um, I don't know. Maybe that'll be a little treat for next year. A little Antarctica moment. I really want to see a penguin in the wild. Like, can you imagine? a wild penguin, huh? Um, but for the foreseeable future, I would like to stay in my house, not leave for months at a time. And that seems like a dream. That truly seems like a dream. Um, cause what I really noticed in the past month was how hard it is to stay productive while on a trip. Now, I would half be in like the vacation mindset and half be on like the grind mindset. But when it would be time to like make a video, I don't know why I just like couldn't like I felt so like out of out of my element. Whereas like when I'm in my room, I'm like ready. Like I like come up with so many ideas. I feel like li like the ideas just ooze out of my head when I'm like super comfortable in my house. But like when I'm like shuffling around, especially like in a place where they don't even speak English for the most part, like. I really struggle. So, I really want to just get back on the grind. Back to a routine. That is what I miss. That is truly what I miss the most. So, Antarctica, 2K2022. 2K2022. Why does that sound so weird? No. 2022. Wait, stop. Why is that such a mouthful? Are you kidding me? That's the year next year? 2022. No. Guys, what is wrong with me? 2020. Uh, <laughs> I'm so stupid. 2000 and then 2022. 
that's literally not oh my god i'm falling apart um anyways stop looking at my foot but regardless um back on the road tomorrow still living out of my suitcase uh off to palm springs tomorrow and then off to new york three days later but the 23rd back in my house living laughing and loving very excited also i'm sorry if i've like felt kind of off i'm sorry if my content has been like a little different over the past month or so like genuinely it it really does change like how i like work and like how i can be creative when i'm like not in my element and at home like i'm i okay i don't know like how accurate these tests are like they kind of test where it's like um it tells you if you're like an introvert or an extrovert but like i'm split down the middle I am half introvert, half extrovert, and it's really freaking annoying because, like, I can do, like, a week of, like, seeing people and having fun, but then I need a week of being at home, and it goes both ways. Like, if I have too much time at home by myself, I go mad, but if I am around people for two weeks straight, I literally go mad as well. So, Should have packed your golf shirt. What does that mean? Golf shirt. Oh, she means like, I was like, what does my mom know about golf wang all of a sudden? Like, Tyler Crater, huh? She meant my golf shirt when we went golfing. Me and my mom went golfing about like two months ago. And I wore the shirt and I, I looked so Caucasian. It was hilarious. Like, I looked like, I looked like the preppiest little white boy ever it was so funny i'm only 53 percent white i can't be like i look like a white boy i am a like huh anyways <laughs> um but yeah very excited to be home one more week i think i can do it i'm like acting like this is such a struggle I'm like uh one more week of traveling like shut up ben like literally shut up i hope this like fluorescent light fixture lands on my head and cracks my okay let me not cracks my skull open like oh let's calm down there um but I'm gonna do a vlog, I think. I've been vlogging sporadically throughout, like, the whole Europe trip, and then also gonna vlog uh, Palm Springs in New York, so I wanna do, like, one big travel vlog, and I'm kinda scared, because, like, I realize, like, my content is very, like, I don't know, like, attention-grabbing, and it's, like, like, there's always something that I'm doing, and it's, like, very high-octane in energy, but I have such an interest in, like, doing, like, a fun, kind of, like, laid-back vlog. Like, I love what Emma Chamberlain uh is doing with her new content style i think it's freaking genius and so entertaining and like so immersive to watch and obviously i don't want to like just rip off her style like that but i i'd really love to do like a kind of like more just like laid back vlog so i think that might be what i do for my next video we'll see though we will see um anyways i love you all so much um, if you want to tweet me your near-death experiences, please tweet me on Twitter using the hashtag I almost died podcast at me. Follow me on everything at Ben of the Week. Um, and I will see you guys next Wednesday. Uh, if you're listening to this, you can watch the video version on YouTube, uh, I almost died podcast. And if you're watching this, you can listen on any streaming platform. Um, and also if you wouldn't mind, if you could be a deer, uh, please rate this five stars on Apple podcast truly helps a ton. All right. I'll see you guys later. Love you so, so much. Thank you. Smelly mucho. Take care. Better the week.
Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.